everyone and welcome to Southern Nerd. I am your Southern Nerd, Jessa. Um, I'm just kind of doing a yearly wrap-up for 2017. Um, welcome to 2018. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, and I just kind of wanted to go through all the little nerdy things that I did in 2017. Um, first, in uh, January of 2017, that was a big month for me, mainly because of a Wizard World in New Orleans. Um, David Duchovny was at Wizard World in New Orleans, and I had waited 23 years to be in the same room as David Duchovny, and I finally got it last January. Um, I got to meet him. He was very nice. Uh, I got a photograph with him. I uh, attended a panel with him and Mitch Pelleggi. They uh, were talking about the um, possibility of season 11 of X-Files because at the time, season 10 had just finished up the year previous and season 11 hadn't been announced yet. Season 11 wouldn't be announced until um, April of 2017. So um, they just had like a quick little panel about it and uh, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed uh, that part of, of Wizard World. Um, Wizard World in of itself, I'll give a little brief review of uh, what I thought of it. It is a madhouse. Um, there, uh, one, it's next weekend, it's the uh, first full weekend of January in uh, New Orleans, and uh, Stan Lee will be there, and that's really exciting, and I thought about it for a minute, because it's Stan Lee, he is a master storyteller, he is very pivotal in the creative arts, and comic books, and pop culture as we know it. But I just could not bring myself to go to Wizard World again. It's just, it's a cash grab. And I am a spoiled brat. So I don't like it. Um, we also went to uh, the Penny Arcade Expo, which is the reason why I'm a spoiled brat when it comes to cons and expos. Because... Uh, PAX is really laid back. It There are a lot of people that go to it, but it's very organized. Everybody is very chill. Everybody is super nice. Um, the people who organize it um, are very accessible. I mean, they kind of, they walk around um, the con and they have a lot of uh, autograph sessions and Q&A sessions and panels and things that they do uh, with no extra cost. I mean, you pay to get into the expo and then everything is pretty much covered. Um, but at PAX, I got to meet and hang out with uh, a bunch of people. Um, I got to meet and hang out with uh, Chris Straub for a little bit. He is a uh, webcomic artist and writer. He does uh, Brood Hollow, Star Slip, Chainsaw Suit, he also, um, if you've watched the show, I believe it was on sci-fi, it was called Channel Zero. The first season of that was about uh, Candle Cove, I believe was the name of it. 
and he came up with the story for that and it's really good if you haven't watched it i suggest watching it um it's based on a creepypasta that he wrote by the same name uh, candle cove and it's really good so look that up uh you can you can look that up pretty easily and find it and read it it's really short and then watch that first season of channel zero because it's it's really good it's really creepy um, I also got to meet and talk with, uh, Scott Kurtz and, uh, his wife, Angie, actually, I got to talk with her a little bit. Um, Scott Kurtz is a webcomic, uh, artist and writer. He does, uh, PVP, uh, if you've ever heard of that. Um, he also does Table Titans and, um, Benwin's Minions. Uh, Benwin's Minions is based off of his D&D character, uh, Benwin Bronzebottom from the Acquisitions Incorporated D&D game that they run uh, at PAX every year. And um, I got to actually go to a panel with uh, him and uh, Christopher Perkins from uh, Wizards of the Coast, uh, where Chris Perkins uh, was the dungeon master and uh, they did uh, Benwin's Minions, uh, what they call a, uh, a grinder, which is just a meat grinder where they just go through characters like crazy and it was a really fun panel uh we got to watch a live acquisitions inc D&D game uh which if playing dungeons and dragons isn't nerdy or enough then watching other people play a live game of dungeons and dragons is another level of nerd altogether but um i got to go with my family my husband and my son and we had a wonderful, wonderful time at PAX, and uh, we'll be going again this year uh, in a couple weeks. We'll be going back to PAX South. Uh, it's in San Antonio, and we're really looking forward to that. Um, also, this year, it's, it's not exactly really nerdy, but it could be. It could be construed as being nerdy. I made an appointment to go talk to my state representative. Um, and it was interesting. I, I made an appointment with a friend of mine. Uh, she really wanted to, uh, meet with him and talk to him about his, uh, stance on the environmental, uh, protection agency, uh, when all of that was going through and they were kind of gutting the EPA. Um, and I agreed to go with her. Um, we went, uh, twofold. Uh, she went to take notes and I went with all of our talking points and uh, I basically had a script, which is something that I, I read that is, uh, beneficial for you to have because to make an appointment with your, uh, representative, uh, they ask you how many people are you with a group and what is your topic going to be on? And um, that's even before you walk in the door, which is kind of weird, but that's a whole other podcast and story altogether. Uh, you should just be able to have access to the, you know, House of Representatives uh, that you elected. But anyway, we we made an appointment with him and we went in and I had my script. I had... Uh, my, uh, list of, uh, facts and, uh, science to, to give him, um, and we talked to him and he pretended to listen and, um, he bold lied to us, but you know, it's, 
it's a learning process and I never really had gotten involved in that before. I mean, I, I vote. I do. I'm registered to vote. I do vote. I do, um, you know, try to make informed decisions when I do those things. But as, as far as actually like going and, and talking to a representative, that was the first time I'd ever done that. And it was interesting and a learning experience and I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. You can go to um, house.gov and senate.gov and uh, find out who your senators and your representatives are. And it will also list their uh, offices. You should have an office uh, very close to you for you to um, go and visit with them. Uh, be very nice to their staff members. Their staff members are usually interns. They don't get paid. So um, they're just trying to do a job and um, go talk to them, go tell them about the issues that, that you are concerned about and bring a script because they're, that's respecting their time. If, if you bring along a script and you stick to it and stick on topic and, uh, I think you'll get a lot more out of it and I think they'll get a lot more out of it as well. Um, on to more fun things. Uh, I also went to, uh, a couple of different yoga classes, uh, a local brewery around here, uh, Lazy Magnolia, they had a, a yoga beer class where it was an hour-long yoga class. And while you're doing yoga, you got to sample a bunch of beers. And they did it in the brewery. And it was really neat. And they did that in the spring. And um, I hope they do it again. It was fun. It was, it was a good time. Uh, there's also a local um, bed and breakfast and spa in town called Kalinci and they do yoga and mimosas um, about once a month and so I get together with some friends and we go and drink and do yoga which is always a fun time uh, that they usually do like right up from the beach so it's really really pretty and a really good time to do that I also went and saw a live show of the Impractical Jokers they were playing uh, the uh, in New Orleans at the Sanger Theater, and um, it was a really good time. We went over to New Orleans, uh, my husband and I, we stayed the night, and um, we went and saw the Jokers, and I got to meet um, Joe and Murray from there. Um, they're super nice. Um, I got into the Impractical Jokers mainly from uh, Brian Quinn who is on a podcast that I listen to called Tell Him Steve Dave. And I uh, follow him through that. And then while listening to Tell Him Steve Dave, he got the Impractical Jokers deal. And um, I've been watching him on that show uh, ever since. And we got to go and see the Jokers in New Orleans. And that was really fun. Um, Another thing I did this past year was I worked out with my friends a lot. Uh, I have a group of friends. We um, tried to get together at least once a week and kind of do a little workout. We go and jog. We do, um, you know, condition training or strength training or cardio or whatever. And um, we just try to stay in shape and, and motivate each other. Uh, mainly, we started doing that in preparation for uh, what's called a warrior dash 
and that's a 5k with obstacles and I did one of those this year and it was really fun and really interesting and I would totally do it again it it really kind of pushed me a little bit and it, it got me out of my comfort zone for sure and I I recommend it for for people just do do a 5k do a it doesn't necessarily have to have obstacles on it but just do a 5k I also did one of those um, this year, a friend of mine and I did the New Orleans Saints uh, kickoff 5K in uh, New Orleans. It was really fun. It um, started in Champion Square, uh, right there at the Superdome. And you run uh, the 5K throughout downtown New Orleans, and you finish at the 50-yard line inside the Superdome. And that was a lot of fun. And it it was in September and September here in the south is usually really really hot um and especially that goes double in New Orleans New Orleans is a whole other level of heat and humidity and that morning it was in early September that morning it was perfect it was like 70 degrees the humidity hadn't climbed up yet and it couldn't have been a more beautiful better day to run in New Orleans and I was really glad that my friend Holly talked me into that and I would definitely definitely do do that again absolutely would do that again um I also took my family and my parents to Disney World and Universal Studios in Florida uh, my sister-in-law works over there, uh, so we go and um, quote-unquote visit her, um, and we get to go to Disney and go to Universal Studios, and um, my parents had never been to Universal Studios. My dad, the last time my dad was in Disney World was in the 70s, and the last time my mom was in Disney World was like 25 years ago. So I got to take them and kind of show them how everything has changed. And um, the mo the thing I was most excited about was, well, besides like having my parents there with me and my husband and my son, um, and they get to, you know, be at Disney with, with, my, with their grandson, um, was taking them to Universal Studios because my mom is a huge Harry Potter fan. And she was so excited to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And that, honestly, was so much fun. We were just, we were like kids again. It, just exploring. They wanted to do everything. It was just, it was a really amazing time. Um, it was. It was, a, it was a really good time. Uh, that we had at Disney and, and Universal with my parents. Um, another thing that I did this year was I got my black belt in Taekwondo. I've been taking Taekwondo for over two years, two and a half years, I guess. And um, I currently hold a first degree level two black belt in Taekwondo. And I am super proud of myself for that. I... If you would have told me three years ago that I would have a black belt in Taekwondo, I would have looked at you like you had five heads. I, 
I did not think I would ever do something like that. And it's super fun. Martial arts has honestly changed my life. And it's daunting and overwhelming. But once you get into it, it's super fun. You get in shape. Um, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life, which is both saying something and saying nothing all at the same time. Um, but uh, I have confidence. I carry myself differently. Um, and it's just, it's been a life changer. Uh, I also do jujitsu. Um, I've been doing jujitsu for, I don't know, about a year and a half, I guess. And jujitsu is super fun too. Um, I'm just, a, I'm a white belt in jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu's belt system is very different than Taekwondo. It, it takes people decades to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And I honestly don't know if I will ever be a black belt in jiu-jitsu, but if I can get, if I can get to blue, that would be super cool. That would be really cool. And that's, that's my goal is to eventually get, get to blue. Um, but I love martial arts. Uh, I have a really cool school. Um, my uh, instructor is very cool, and I have made really good friends through it, people I wouldn't have met um, anywhere else. And um, I, I, I have a little nerd clan from it, um, and it's, it's, been really, it's been really fun. It's been really fun. Uh, I, I love Taekwondo and, and Jiu Jitsu a lot. Um, also, I have, uh, I got together with, uh, with a friend and me and my husband and son and a friend of mine went, uh, kayaking in the spring, uh, down the, uh, Wolf River, which is a, a local river that we have here. Um, and it was beautiful. It was serene and tranquil and absolutely beautiful and I cannot wait to do it again I we actually have uh, bought kayaks so I'm looking forward in the spring when it warms up to um go kayaking again it's I'm hoping that that's going to be a, a thing for me um, I'm super excited it's really really cool I can't wait for that that's going to be a lot of fun um also, I uh, got together with a bunch of friends. Most of them I met through, actually all of them, <laughs> I met through uh, martial arts. Uh, and we get together um, at least once a month and we play Dungeons and Dragons. And that has been really fun. And um, there's a lot of us. Um, there is a sorcerer, a cleric, a monk, a rogue a ranger and a barbarian um so it's a big party there's six people in the party um out of the six people though four of them had never played Dungeons and Dragons before so we got to introduce that game to people who had never played before and that has been so awesome and they are all in now and it makes me so happy about that it's it's just a new way of playing and a new level of game. And 
you know, they, they've played tabletop games before, but it was like games with these, with, you know, rules and guidelines and, and, you know, you kind of play within this set, whereas Dungeons and Dragons is a different kind of game altogether. And we've been teaching them that and it's, it's been really, really fun. Um, and I've gotten to know these people a little better and, um, I got, you know, made really good friends through it and it's, it makes me happy. It's a really good, it's a really good time in my life. And through that as well, um, the couple of the people that we play with have kids and they're all around my son's age. And so now we have a kid group going with, uh, four kids and it is awesome. The kids are playing and they're, they haven't quite learned about teamwork yet, but I think they'll get there. I think they'll get there. And and that's what's important. And it's, it's going to be cool. Um, and I think, um, just a couple more things. Uh, oh, I got appointed to my local library board. Um, I have a library background. I have a master's in library information science. I, uh, was a reference librarian and I was a library manager, and I was assistant director of a uh, library system. Uh, I now work in archives, so um, I've pretty much held every job there is to hold in a library, and I wanted to kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit and go and do a library board because the, the opportunity was kind of presented to me. And it's my hometown library, it's the library where I live, and I really want to make it a better place. And so I am and trying to be on the library board. And it's really hard. And it's frustrating and wonderful all at the same time. It's it's going to be an interesting year. Um, I just got on it in uh, November. So uh, I've only done two board meetings. I got elected to be president of the library board quite quickly just because of all my experience. Um, and I just, I hope, I hope I do well in that endeavor. Um, and the last thing about 2017 is this podcast. Um, I'm going out of my comfort zone. Uh, I'm trying to do something, uh, every month out of my comfort zone. And I listen to a lot of podcasts and I want to do a podcast, even if it's just two people listen to it. Thank you two people for listening to this. Um, I wanted to do that and I'm, I'm really going to try to have an episode, uh, once a month. Um, I don't think I can commit to anything more than that just for the fact that I have a full-time job and I do martial arts two to three nights a week and I have a husband and a son and other things that I do, but, um, I, I'm looking forward to branching out and talking to people about what it is they nerd out about. Uh, I do know one episode that I have coming up uh, is going to be about Game of Thrones that I'm going to do with a couple of people that I know. Um, I'm going to be branching out uh, after that to some people outside of my circle, uh, which I'm nervous and excited about all at the same time. So, um, I'm really excited about what 2018 is going to bring. 2017 was really good for me. Um, despite all the turmoil in the world, I think 2017 showed 
me that there is help and you can still move forward and we just have to keep moving forward and that's what I'm going to try to do in 2018 and I hope you guys do the same and um, happy new year and go nerd out all right everybody that was the first southern nerds podcast of 2018 um, tell me what you nerd out about. You can give us an email at southernnerdspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Southern Nerds at um, Facebook. And on Twitter, uh, Southern Nerds Pod is uh, my Twitter handle. So um, come tell me what you nerd out about and we can talk about it. As for that, everybody go nerd out.